Welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This sermon is taken from the 2011 Annual Missions Conference. This is the first evening service of Friday the 3rd of June 2011. Here's Brother Darren Rogers. Amen. What a, what a joy and a blessing it is to be with you again. Um, it's always um, a blessing to know that, that people actually read your prayer letters. Um, we went to a couple of churches in the States, um, some supporting churches, and um, we went in and our prayer letters weren't up on the board. Um, people really didn't know who we were, and even though they'd supported us for, you know, for, for three or four years. But it's a joy to know you know, that that the church prays for us, that the the church um, brings our needs um, to one another, and we're just so thrilled to be to be your missionaries. Um, it is a joy to, to serve the Lord. It's coming up to five years now in August um, since I've been in the ministry full time. Um, just for those of you who don't know, I was an aircraft engineer by trade. Um, I was I was 15 years in the, uh, working for GE as, a, as an aircraft engineer. And in uh, June 2003, God called me to preach. In November 2003, stubbornly, I surrendered to preach after six months of fighting. And then in July 2006, uh, I finished work. And, um, you know, through, through your help and, and through the, the Lord's grace, um, I was able to go into the ministry full time at Bethany Baptist Church in South Wales in Pontypridd. Um, and it was a small, it was a small work. Uh, there was a, a handful of people there, about 15 people. Um, it's an old building. The church was built in 1906 um, from the Welsh Revival. It was, it come out of Ronda, which was the Welsh Baptist Church, um, because there was a lot of English-speaking people had moved into the area because of the coal mines. They'd come to know the Lord as their saviour, and there was a need for an English-speaking church. Therefore, Bethany Baptist Church was, was born in um, July 1906. And um, it'll seat about 850 people. Um, so you can imagine a, a church that size with 15 people in the congregation um, was a bit daunting to say the least. But I'm thankful that it's not, it's not us that does the work. It's the Lord. Amen. And we've seen God do so many great things uh, in our time there at Bethany. Um, and this is all to the glory of the Lord. Um, this is nothing to, to do with us other than being his servants. We've seen um, the Sunday morning service go up to about 70 people. Um, the Sunday evening service, about 90 people. Uh, we started a youth ministry on a Friday night, ranging from four-year-olds up to 21-year-olds. And from five o'clock until half past 10 on a Friday evening, we have about 100 youngsters come through the doors of the church. And that's ranging from four-year-olds right the way up to, to the college-aged um, youth, tw- uh, 21. Um, so we've seen the Lord do wonderful things. We've seen many of those youngsters make a profession of faith. And if you could pray for them, because um, they are trying to raise support at the moment, because we're taking a group of 12 of them across to the States in July next year on, a, on their first missions trip. So we're going to go to a, a church that supports us there in uh, Fort Oglethorpe, Georgia, and they're going to work with some of the homeless people out there. So you pray for that and pray that they'll get a burden um, for missions. You know, we understand how important uh, missions is. Um, I'm here today as a result of a missionary who was supported to, to go onto the field full time. And um, a man who left his, his, his home in Georgia came to a, a small South Wales um, to a valley town 
and led me to the Lord Jesus Christ in July of 1994. So missions is important. So we want the, the children and the youth to have that passion and that burden for, for missions as well. So you pray for them. Uh, we'll be taking them out in July. We've started many um, new ministries um, since we've been at the church. Um, the church is open virtually every single day. Um, when we went to the church, it was open for three hours a week. That was the total that the church was open. That was two hours on a Sunday and an hour for Bible study. Um, now the church is open virtually every single day. We have a ladies' meeting and a men's meeting on a Tuesday night. We have discipleship class on a Tuesday night. We've just started a Bible school on a Wednesday night. We have a young at heart fellowship for the older members of the church on a Wednesday afternoon, which involves a lunch and a, and a, a short devotion. Um, the ladies do a craft morning on a Thursday. We have Bible study and prayer meeting on a Thursday night. We have the youth ministries and, and the uh, youth drama from 5 o'clock till half past 10 on a, on a Friday. There's normally some kind of food involved on a Saturday as well then because we're Baptists. And then there's, uh, we have prayer meeting. <laughs> Prayer meeting at 9 o'clock Sunday morning. We have uh, adult Sunday school at uh, quarter to 10, and then the main service at quarter to 11. Choir practice at past 4, and then the main service at 6 o'clock. Um, and it's wonderful to see how the Lord is really blessing. Um, we've seen many people come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior in our time there. We've seen many people go through the waters of baptism, and it's just exciting to see that God's still on the throne. You know, we tend to think, oh, nothing's happening today. You know, we just seem to go through the motions. But he's still there. He's now. He's not changed. We're the ones who've changed. God's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Um, so he's still saving souls. He's still calling people into the ministry. We've got one of our youth workers at the moment now is in Nigeria for six months um, on, a, on, a, on a missions trip. So she's hoping to go out there full time. Um, so if you could keep Bethan in, in your prayers, she's out in Nigeria at the moment. Um, and we've seen many um, uh, people come forward to, to ask what they can do in terms of ministry. Um, and it's just a blessing to see the Lord. Not this, And don't get me wrong, I think that numerical growth, I think, helps, helps the church. But it's the spiritual growth that helps the pastor. Um, that really is encouraging when you see people get it when you see people understand it and you see people apply it to their lives and it goes from being a just a, a head knowledge to a heart knowledge to a to an application that's the exciting thing um yes the lord uh, is working in the church but i can honestly say that when the lord is working the devil's working overtime um this last year has been the most difficult year of of our lives physically and spiritually joe my wife has had a a terrible back problem um, for almost two years now. She slipped four discs in her back a year last November and had a, a, a terrible time with her back and it was improving and it was getting better and then she slipped another two then um, in January and was actually bedridden for two months. Um, so if you could keep her in your prayers, she is improving slowly. Um, she She's just an amazing testimony and a, a challenge to me. Um, because there she is laid up in bed and she just said, whatever the Lord's will is for my life, that's what we've always prayed. Whatever God's will is for our lives, we will accept it. And she said, you know, the, she kept coming back to a passage in Isaiah where he said, I give you the cup of affliction, walk ye in it. And she was like, Lord, if this is what you want for my life. But the, the Lord has used it for his glory. She's had the opportunity to speak to so many people, to, to, to help so many people. 
So we just praise the Lord for that. Um, also, not only has, has Joe had some, some health issues, um, I don't know if you, you may have seen the news a couple of weeks ago. There was a, a family uh, involved in a car accident in Mid Wales where the car went into a reservoir and the, 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 there was only one survivor. Well, that was, that was a family from our church. Um, Denise had a phone call from Denise in, uh, on April the 20th on a Wednesday afternoon and she said that um, quite bluntly she didn't, there was no other way to put it. She just said, we've been involved in a car accident. I'm the only one who's left. Um, so it was a difficult time. It was a difficult time. Uh, we went up to see her on the Wednesday evening as they were pulling the car and the bodies out of the water. Um, what do you say to somebody like that? Um, everything will be okay. I understand what you're going through. You know, we say some stupid things at times, don't we? And we just prayed and cried and prayed and cried for the, the two, three-hour journey up to Mid-Wales. And, and I said, Lord, what on earth do I say? And the Lord said, rejoice with them that rejoice, weep with them that weep. And that was all we could do. We just went up and, and wept with her and um, just tried to be an encouragement to her. Um, that was the Wednesday. On the Friday night, we had our, we had our a Good Friday service. The press and the, the TV cameras were all around the church on the Thursday. Um, we had the Good Friday service then on, on Friday. And one of the wives' husbands came to know the Lord on the Friday night. Um, on the Sunday then, ITV were there to interview us for the, uh, because the two boys who were killed in the accident were supposed to be in the Easter play. And I tell you what, whatever we've said in terms of the gospel, they've put it in the newspapers and they've put it on the telly. Um, I said to the, as straight as I could be, you know, those two boys are in heaven right now because they trusted the Lord as their saviour. And they put it on the telly. You know, we've had an opportunity to witness to many people that we would never otherwise have had that opportunity. Um, so you pray for Denise, you pray for, for her. Um, I was telling Pastor earlier, she said something that absolutely blew me away on, on Easter Monday. We went up to where the crash happened and we had a time of prayer and we had a Bible reading. And she turned to me and said, if one person has accepted Christ as their saviour as a result of this accident, then this accident has been worth it. And I thought, could, would I be able to say something like that? You know, it broke my heart. But she was willing to say if, if losing her family, now all of her family, her mum, her husband, her two foster boys knew the Lord. Um, but it was a wonderful thing to say. Um, thankfully, somebody did come to know the Lord through it. Um, and we just praise the Lord for his grace and for, for his presence at such a time like this. So you pray for Denise, you pray for, for Craig as well, who was a young man who came to know the Lord, and just pray that God will continue to, to, to work in these lives. Um, so yes, the Lord has been working. The devil's been attacking as well. Um, but as I always say to anybody who's a Christian, if the devil's on your back, you're doing something right. You know, let me tell you something. The devil doesn't go for people who are not doing anything. Um, if you're not doing anything for the Lord, you tend to get left alone. But when you're doing something for the Lord, you can expect those attacks to come. Praise the Lord for them, because it means that you were doing something right. So we do, we praise the Lord for everything that he's done. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for, for making our, our ministry possible and, and helping, um, not only you know financially, but prayerfully. That 
is the most powerful weapon in the Christian's arsenal. And we really do appreciate and covet your prayers. We're excited about what God has done, but I know he's not finished because I know there's more to come. And we're excited about what he's going to do in the future. Um, you know, the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Um, it's not that God doesn't want to send revival. It's just that we are not willing to... We're not willing to do our part. You know, you can always tell um, how willing the Christians are in terms of revival by, by the prayer meeting. You know, it's often said that those who come to church on a Sunday morning, well, they love the word. The, those who come to church on a Sunday night, they love the pastor. Those, those who come to church on a prayer meeting and a Bible study, they love the Lord. Um, and I think it's important, you know, it, it's, it's down to us. If we seek the Lord's face, then he send revival. Uh, you know, the Lord said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man open that door, I'll come in and sup with him and he with me. The Lord's on the outside of the church today knocking, trying to come in. And sad to say there's many churches who leave him standing outside. I pray that our church will never, ever do that. And I pray this church, and I know this church, will never, ever do that. Because we can't do anything without his power. We can't do anything without his presence. And, you know, without him, then all of this is just worthless. But I'm thankful that he is still on the throne, that he's still in control. And yes, the 21st of May has come and gone and we're still here. <laughs> no man knows the hour. You know, how dare we, if, if the Lord Jesus Christ in his, his human form said that no man knows the but only the Father, how dare we think that we know more than him? Let's just say this. We need to be prepared as if the Lord could come at any moment. Amen. What a blessing it would be if he came while we were busy doing the Lord's work, Amen. being found in the Lord's house, maybe even leading that one person to the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. What a blessing that would be if he came at that time. So please continue to pray for us. Um, please don't ever stop in your burden for, for missions. Please don't ever stop in, in sending your newsletters out because that's a, a glimmer of hope to us as well when we get to see what's going on here. And uh, it was a blessing to stumble across your pastor's podcast as well. You're all technological on iTunes. Being or podcasting, that's fantastic. Whatever next, but uh, good night. Okay, it's like this, like the 21st century, marvelous. But it is a blessing to know that you know we have such a wonderful church supporting our ministry, praying for us, and um, we just really appreciate all that you've you've done for us and are doing for us. And I just pray that in in the years ahead we'll see many many more souls come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal saviour because it's all about him and it's nothing about us. Mm -hmm.